Good morning, everyone. Here we are back again. Um, sorry I missed you yesterday. Um, just wasn't feeling it. Just wasn't feeling the juice. And um, that's a big part of, of it. Uh, I think we fall into the trap of having to continue to push and push and push and push. And I was speaking with my mentor yesterday and he um, said to me, it's like, I like slow. I like slow. And um, it just sort of resonated with me a little bit. Um, and maybe someone else needs to hear that today. If you're listening to this, stop rushing, stop chasing. Look at me. If you're watching this on the video, I've got a cup of coffee. I'm in my dressing gown. I've got my slippers on and I'm just talking shit, basically. Um, no, what I'm trying to do is help you. I'm trying to provide you with good quality, usable information. And um, if you're listening to this on the podcast or YouTube or wherever, just know that I got your back. I got your back. And if you, you know, want to um, want to join the mentorship program, let's be honest, um, that's because you want to do it. If you're a coach, you need to do it. Um, the, the graduates that are coming out now, the legacy uh, Sportland Nation, which is building, oh my Christ, what have we got going on in there? Um, it is just unbelievable. And I've got a story to tell you, actually. This is the power of the legacy movement, Sportland Nation, is that one of the guys, um, this is completely off topic, but one of the um, coaches that was in my mentorship program um, was from Spain and um, a wonderful guy, love him. Um, and he messaged me yesterday saying, Sam, you know, it's hard to, you know, establish myself in Spain, which I completely understand. And I've got friends in Australia. I was like, sweet. Okay, cool. Um, he was like, I need some advice. Do you reckon I should do it? I was like, absolutely do it. You know, you've got, you've got nothing to lose, everything to gain. You're in a position where you can do it. Um, and funnily enough, he was unaware that um, a guy that I used to mentor, Carl Sledge, Sledge Strength, based in Sydney. So straight away, I was able to connect someone from Spain to someone in Australia who's going to help him navigate his move over, introduce him to gym owners and, and all that sort of stuff and, and just have a friend out there as well in the industry straight away. And, and I think that in itself is, is wonderful. I always say to myself, if you're going to um, do anything, if you do it with the best intentions, then you will never fail. And the legacy and the mentorship program is only founded out of the best intentions for you. And that is just one of many stories um, uh, that we're that we've that we've got. So, uh, but what I wanted to quickly talk to you about today is effective lateral separation. Now, I was first introduced properly into the concept of separation when I started working with American footballers. Um, and obviously separation being the distance that you can create between you and another person uh, during an evasive movement, AKA don't get blocked, don't get tackled. And excuse me, coffee. And with that, then in my mind, my, the way that I like to work, the way that I like to coach is about building frameworks around that. And you'll hear me talk about frameworks all the time. Um, because I'm not in the business of making my life difficult. Um, once I have a framework and I learn the framework in my own mind, then I can coach freely and explore bandwidth within that framework when I'm coaching. So what we look to do is, is go, right, in my mind, so what do I need to do to create effective separation? In American football, it's going to be from a static start. Um, uh, so what do I need to do? 
I need to apply the first two laws of motion, overcome inertia and accelerate. How do I do that effectively? Well, first of all, I need to put myself in positions where I need to overcome inertia. And then I need to put myself into positions that allow me to accelerate. And so, and what we're looking here is effective half, half a meter. That's the difference. It, take American football. We're looking for half a meter of, of movement that can make all the difference. And so that's why you'll see, I, I put a video up today on my Instagram. Um, and if you've not cottoned on yet, my Instagram content complements these episodes. Um, and so when, uh, so check that out. But if you um, are in a position where you're, um, you're not working the individual body links within that movement, then you're unable to, um, to sort of effectively condition the, the working tissues to allow the skill. So I've, I've chosen a drill from my drill stacking system, um, which is a sort of a level two drill and um, which demonstrates the, the need for um, good angular uh, positions, uh, good starting strength, um, good coordination and good grasp of concept of the skill of separation. Um, from there, we, we train hip releases, we train hip um, end range, hip extension rotation, um, combining in the trunk and everything, because I'm, I'm, I'm not naive to believe that when we train frontal plane only, we still have to understand the, 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 the rotational angular elements that we need to apply on it, which I'll do a whole episode on centripetal versus centrifugal force soon. Um, and, and within that, you can then start to see how effective these drills in isolation are. We've got learning drills, we've got loading drills, and we've got execution uh, situations. Tough for me to say, a bit of hole in my mouth last night eating chicken wings, so my mouth's a bit swollen. Um, and so, so, um, so from, from, that, from that point of view and that standpoint, that's where we are, that's how we can get to work, that's how we can do it, and that's how we can train effective separation with one drill, with a framework understanding and apply readily. But how does that work in rugby? How does it work in football? How does it work in uh, uh, when there's initial locomotion coming towards it? That's the question I hear you say. That's the question I hear you ask. Sam, I don't play American football. I play rugby or I coach that. My players are moving at anywhere between five to eight to nine metres per second before they have to understand separation. And yes, you are very correct. And there is a stage of this. So... What you need to do is understand the concept of maximum propulsive, propulsive force, okay? How that ties into, you know, we're looking at percentage of max acceleration there, essentially, versus percentage of max velocity. As, as our percentage of max velocity increases, our percentage, percentage of maximal de uh, acceleration decreases, okay? Because you can't keep accelerating and the, the fractional change as we go up, the, the velocity curve uh, diminishes. Um, and so that's why you can get up to top speeds uh, later because you don't, you can, um, you have massive rate of acceleration change within the first four or five steps. And then it slowly accesses because you need to build speed through the legs to access the high gears, complete other, complete other topic. So then that, then that should inform the framework of what signature movement patterns do we use 
when we are at high percentage of acceleration versus high percentages of max velocity. Now, well, what do I do with this now? Um, that is a huge topic to understand, but I'm going to break it down really simply for you. So first and foremost, as we are working through acceleration, okay, if you can imagine this in your mind, the low end of maximal acceleration, we are looking at shuffles, um, single uh, pushouts, um, and uh, and basic uh, movements um, into crossovers and transitions and all those sorts of things. As we're increasing up the percentage of maximal acceleration, see this drawing in your mind, as we are increasing, what we have to do is start looking at our um, braking distance towards the opponent. Remember, simply, the rule that I say to my players, if you are five metres away and you've not started that movement, it's late. You better truck up and run that fucker over. Excuse me. But that, because it's too late. And what you need to be doing is getting that separation happening. And then it comes from, from as we're moving higher up percentage of acceleration, obviously the higher acceleration that we're carrying, the more deceleration force we need to apply, then we need to anticipate and, and move through our foot pattern sequence. And there's a fundamental three-step pattern um, that I've identified and that, that exists across all of them. Um, just the timing is different. And from, from that point of view and from there, you need to be able to uh, understand and pick the right tool. So that's as we progress through. Um, I have to do an infographic. Let me know if you want me to do this as an infographic. Um, and, you know, we do have just as, as a complete side tangent speed. The new speed manual will be coming out at some point later this year. The new change of direction. Uh, and it's just going to blow your absolute mind um, because it will all be in there. But the um, as we start moving towards high percentage of, of max velocity with obviously lower percentages of maximal acceleration or lower percentages of acceleration, then you um, you start looking at obviously doing it doing it uh, earlier, arcing, um, or, or you know uh, that's when you in rugby and, and all that that's when you get the stop go elements you can you can do, use your hitch kick patterns you can do um you can really swerve in and swerve out so that's how it will extend over but the signature positions and everything still uh find at higher percentage of max velocity we're looking at how much max velocity can we maintain whilst moving whereas maximal de deceleration how much um uh, how much of the decay of acceleration can we limit? Because the problem is, have you ever seen someone accelerate, they fucking do a dirty cut, but then can't get going again? That's because they get stuck in the ground. They've 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 decelerated so hard that they can't then re-overcome the inertia. Newton's first law, they can't re-overcome that inertia um, because you can imagine their, their suspension has just been squashed. Um, so loads of stuff in there, loads of stuff in there, um, a whole new model for, for you to understand and, and, and get your head around. Let me know in the comments, uh, all in all the links and everything you can, you can book a call with me. You can chat to me about all this stuff. It's all there for you. And also if you want to come on this podcast, have a coffee with me at seven o'clock in the morning, you are more than welcome to. You just got to get up, you got to make a good brew and make sure you have a good dressing ground gown with you. So I bid you good day. I bid you farewell. I say thank you very much. And um, who knows, might have something special planned for you tomorrow.